voices in. Right. <laughs> Talking about this young guy's name has came up several times. This Killian Hayes rookie card. The first person in the comic can tell me where this guy played at before he came over here to the U.S. to get drafted. If you could tell me the team that he played for overseas in the comments, you get this card. The first person. Okay, we're going to do something back-to-back. We're going to give another one back-to-back. We got Isaiah Stewart, rookie car. I got the question ready for you. Beef Stowe. Listen, Isaiah Stewart, rookie car, man. We're not going to give away no trash here. We're going to give y'all away some stuff that you know that's going to be worth something. So first person in the comments, right? If you can tell me what Isaiah Stewart's star rank coming out of high school, first person in the comment, you got this card. Isaiah Stewart. Teal gang, all right. That's me all day long. Listen, I usually don't do current jerseys, right? But if when they come back with these, <laughs> and, and, and that K Cunningham, oh, you know, we we, we, we we got to get that right, but oh, that oh, man, listen. That's it. Listen. That's it. Listen. I'll, I'll be back. Listen. That's it. Listen. I I I I need the teal back, please. We 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 teal game out over here. I mean, you got the real like pony hair on there. Oh, look, 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 look at King, y'all. Look at King. He had to go get his time off his too, you know. But, uh, yeah, man. Listen. You know, I, I, I had to, we, we had to bring these out. Yeah. You know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, you know. <laughs> you know. Ladies and gentlemen, what is going on? It is Michigan Sports Weekend episode number five. We're getting ready to get into some Lions, Pistons, and of course, Michigan football today. Um, today is the episode following up the raffle last night. So uh, if you guys missed the raffle last night, man, you, you missed out. But we will be giving away many more things um, on this channel. So, you know, like I said, we got plenty of things to still give away. We'll have even better products uh, to give uh, give away in the future. So, you know, you missed out, but but we will catch you uh, the next go round. Um, first and foremost, how is everybody doing this weekend, man? I'm on with my brothers, man. Um, it's Sunday, you know, kind of a short sports weekend for us. No Lions football today. So, um, you know, just want to check the temperature, check the mood. How's it going, fellas? Big A, Big Willie style. What up, though? Hey, listen, listen. It's uh, I'm looking forward to, you know, the remainder of the season going on, man. Like I said, we had a good time yesterday with the raffle, man. A lot of participation, a lot of great stuff give, gave away yesterday. 
So it's definitely a fun event, and I look forward to doing it again because that was that, that was hella fun. Yeah, what's man, up? you know, what's up, fellas? How's it going, man? That same thing, man. I I really have fun with doing the raffle, man. Uh, that's you know one thing. You know, when we was getting off, we saw some people coming in. Like as we was getting off, man, that's why you got to make sure you're following us on all these social media platforms. You know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and and for those who missed, man, we let you like. Once your name got pulled, you got first dibs to pick what you wanted, man. So it was like we gave away some great stuff, man. We gave away 4K Cunningham rookie cards. You know, we gave away two Calvin Johnson rookie cards, Matthew Stafford rookie cards, Jamar Chase, Justin Fields. And we even gave away that uh, ball more 4.0, you know? So <laughs> we, we gave away some stuff, man. And, uh, you know, for like like King say, you know, uh, we will be having another one. We're gonna go to it'll be at 500 subscribers. You know, and the and the things that we give away is gonna only go up more and more and more. You know, uh, you know, as you come in, please make sure you like, subscribe, and share. Tell a friend. You know, as people was coming in late, as we was in the middle, King was throwing their name in the pot. So it was just like it was we. We didn't even give away everything last night that we wanted to give away. We still got half of it. So uh, let's get into it, fellas. All right, man. So let's, get this, let's get this thing kicked off. First and foremost, I want to say for the Lions fans to, on here today, um, you know, I know we don't have a game today, man, but there's plenty of opportunity for us to, um, you know, restore and, and go and watch some other football that's available out there. Uh, make sure you guys download the app, the Lions Nation Unite app. Plenty of prizes on there, exclusive products, autographed helmets from Herman Moore himself. So make sure you download that app. And uh, we'll we'll give you guys the format first and foremost. We're going to go into the Lions reels briefly. Uh, then we'll go into Michigan and Michigan basketball. Um, and then we'll talk Pistons and Motor City Cruise. I know a lot of people want to talk about that, uh, especially after last night with Saban Lee. So uh, let's kick it off with the Lions, man. We got the 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 uh, the, the Steelers next year, uh, next season. I mean, uh, good Lord, next season, next week. <laughs> um, you know, coming off our bye, man. Um, uh, some people think that this is once again another game where the Lions could possibly try to win. Um, me, I'm a little bit opposite on that <laughs> after that performance I just seen from the Eagles, man. What do you think it takes for the Lions to come out with at least, you know, a victory against this Steelers team or hell, any other team during the, uh, the, the remainder of the season? Do you think we even get a win in the first place? Go ahead with you, Big Willie. We'll start with you first. I would say, if I had to say, if they have a honestly, I, I say they they have a chance in all games, but it always seemed to happen to the Lions where they falter and they fall apart when they get penalties on their first drive. Once they get a penalty, whether it's a holding, false start, ineligible receiver, whatever penalty they have in that first drive, the game is over. So if we can go through one drive, their first drive, without them having the penalties, they got a chance to win the game. But once they get that penalty, the game is over because the Lions don't know how to recover from a penalty, and <laughs> it's over from there. So my expectation is, hey, listen, just win a game. Let's win a, a game. Can we get a game in this, this second half of the season? And, you know, we've been playing – you guys have been playing long enough to not allow penalties to dictate the way the game goes. So – 
first drive, I say when you play the Steelers, let's try not to get no penalties. And if we do, that's a great chance for us to win. So, Big A, I see that you went back to the draft hat. Uh, <laughs> you went back to the Lions draft hat, man, and that's pretty much where everybody's looking forward to, man. So what do you think, man? You think we come out with at least a win this season? You know, uh, I'm hoping for two or three. You know what I'm saying? I don't want the Lions to get the first pick because that only means we're going to get KV on to them. Uh, <laughs> I think the Lions' problem is more than just penalties, you know. Uh, I mean – Everybody saw this as a game that the Lions should have won, and we got blown out, like, yeah. blown out the water. Yeah, I mean, Jared Goff lost to a Jalen Hurts who's still trying to find his confidence, but he found his confidence that game. You know, um, I mean, Big A, don't all quarterbacks find their confidence against the Lions? Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just. Uh, is, is this a thing to where um, we, you know, it's going to have to be some changes all the way at the top. And that's starting with the Ford family and the way that they run this team, you know. Um, yeah, not going to happen. I know, I know <laughs> but. Yeah, uh, right, right, don't, even, don't even, yeah, we don't even need to speak yeah, on but but that's what I'm saying. It's more than just penalties with the Lions. It's a whole the infrastructure and all of it that goes with you know the team. So, um, but then again, we can say, hey, you know, they're gonna lose to the Steelers and then they might win it. You know, I mean, to me, like, how are you close to beating the Rams? How are you close to beating the Ravens but get blown out by the Eagles? Right. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. like it's no it's yeah. no medium. Yeah. Hey. Also, signs signs of a young team too. Um a young yeah. guy, you know, like I said, a young team. We got a bunch of rookies and second year players too, man. So um I don't know if they thought that game was gonna be easy and, and got punched in the face. But on top of this, on top of that same time, you know, Dan Campbell said itself, he just, they just got out coached, man. They got out coached. Mm. No, the Eagles, mm -hmm. they did their homework and they came ready and prepared and they took care of business. So, you know, it is what yeah, it is. Um, yeah, if you, yeah. You know, if you watch that game, you see that they, they took away, you know, the, our best options, which was Swift and Hawkinson. And, you know, we were talking about, you know, they need to feed Swift more. Well, the Philadelphia Eagles seen that too. And yeah. when you got Coach Campbell saying, yeah, I agree, we, go, we need to feed them more. So they're going to be like, okay, since that's what y'all game plan is, we're going to make it hard for him, which they did in that game. And they also made it hard for Hawkinson to get off too. So sometimes you may, you know, we know what we need to see from them, but you might want to keep a little bit quiet on your game plan a little bit because it kind of gave it away when everybody was saying, yes, yeah, we're going to feed them more. And Philadelphia took advantage of that, you know, last week. Well, closing out on the uh, Lions conversation, um, for the fans that was hoping for OBJ, that is out the window. Um, OBJ has made it clearly and obviously known, just like we expected for him to uh, want to go to a contender. Uh, so mm -hmm. a lot of the, a lot of the management and you know the GMs around the league are uh, saying that they believe he is going to clear waivers. So he most likely have that selection to go where he's going to go because you don't want to disgruntle uh, OBJ on the on, especially on this roster uh, what we're dealing with. So. Um, that's out the window. The hope was there, but now it's gone. Uh, it's time for us to move on and get prepared for the Steelers. And with that said, let's move to the Michigan Wolverines. Let's move along, fellas. 
All right, hat switch, man. Big A, take us there, man. Michigan football, Hutchison, Ajabo, man, the whole nine. Take us there. Well, you know, uh, I, 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 I wear this hoodie, right? Throwback Michigan, <laughs> you know, uh, because that's how long it's been since Indiana beat us in the big house, you know. It's been a long time. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man. you know, we didn't play for you know, like we – Huh? <laughs> At least we didn't play Purdue, you know. <laughs> right, right. But you know, you know, like we talked about, you know, coming off of the um, the uh, upsetting loss to little brother, you know, we wanted to see some adjustments, right? And uh, we we saw some adjustments, you know, uh, especially you know defensive wise, wisely, you know, getting that whole substitution thing down pat. You know, Indiana tried to run the tempo, but Michigan was kind of already set to where they knew because uh, Michael Barrett got to start. You know, they were, you know, in that nickel package or whatever the case is. And, you know, they got to not have to get caught up in them substitutions like they were, you know, during Little Brother. Um, Indiana did score seven points, but that was all they got, you know. Um, Offensive-wisely, we, we saw some, you know, some balls going downfield, but one thing Michigan has to clean up is this red uh, red zone scoring. You know, we got to stop settling for uh, field goals. You know, we got to turn those into seven points, you know. Um, you know, we got a lot of guys back from injury, but then we got a lot of guys that went out on injury in the game also. So uh, just checking things and seeing things in the background, not everything is really seeming like it's something serious, but you know how hardball is. He don't really give. Uh, a full thing on injury. So we had Blake Corum go down, you know, into the tent. We had Andre Anthony. We had Jermon Green. We had A.J. Henney. And uh, Eric All was out this game. So uh, as we're getting guys back, we're getting guys that's leaving out. So hopefully we get, you know, everybody healthy. You know, hopefully it's nothing serious. But, uh, you know, Michigan did what they were supposed to do. They won the game. You know, um, I'll let y'all get into it and then come back around to me because we, we got some players. We got a spotlight, man. You know. Okay, uh, uh, Willie, go ahead uh, with the denim hat. I see you over there. For right. sure, for sure. I got to admit, I was kind of um, – I was kind of disappointed in that game yesterday. I was kind of disappointed in that game, mainly – just the way the offense flowed yesterday, even though we won 29 to 7, it still just doesn't give what it's supposed to give, you know, after coming off that type of game. Now, if Indiana had a, a decent offense, we would have been facing the same problem that we faced against State. And Michigan was very unimpressive to me on the offensive end. Now, defensive wise, they 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 showed up, showed out. You know, our bookends with uh, Aiden Hutchinson and Ojabo was doing their thing. The emergence of Michael Berry getting back into that starting lineup made things a lot easier for us to be able to, like I said, do the substitute package if need be or keep people on the field because Michael Barrett is that player that, you know, he's like a Swiss Army knife. You know, he can play 
you know, up close. He can play in the back. He can play all around the field. And that's something that, you know, we we missed last week. But they, you know, they made the adjustments. But the offense, it's it's it seems like there's still there's no there's no pizzazz. There's no you know everything is methodical. We just gonna bull rush through everything. If we don't bull rush, then we're gonna try to set the pass. Getting into the red zone, all the field goals. Shout out to you know uh, Moody. You know he's been a one. He's been probably the best offensive player we had all season because he's been consistent with making the kicks. But you know this is uh, the third year we've had um, in this offense, and there's still a whole lot of questions as to how the offense is getting ran and where where's the excitement coming you know with the play calling with when it comes to this offense that we're not seeing and this is year three into the into the gaddis era you know you know i made this argument before you know when you know me and big a was going back and forth and i was always saying we always have to wait for the offense to catch up you know we always been we um harbaugh been here seven years and we're still waiting for an offense to show that they're elite at some point in time and it's, it, it got to get to the point now it's like okay we're not going to get to that next level if this offense don't show if the defense know that you're you're not your, your quarterback is not going to keep the ball whether he's going to run it or pass it and they're biting down and, and hitting our running backs at will you know, it, the defense, it doesn't keep the defense honest. So I need to see Michigan's offense turn up a notch and show some things like, wow, I didn't I didn't see that coming. When you watch Michigan, you know exactly what's coming on offense. And for the most part, it's worked because of the level of teams that we go up against. But when we go up against these elite teams, like – Michigan State, I, we would consider someone of elite team, but if we go up against the Penn States, the Ohio States, and anybody in the in the in the college uh, football playoffs or championships, we got to show some elite offensive play. And if we don't, we're going to be stuck and stagnated and be frustrated uh, with this team. So I need for them to step it up on that offensive end. We got to get in the end zone. We can't keep settling for field goals. And like I said, I was really just unimpressed by the game yesterday. I got to be honest. I got to see more, you know, and that's my feeling about it. And I'm just going to be like real nonchalant, slay back with it. Until I see more from this offense, my expectations for Michigan football is just at a kill level right now. All right, Big A, you look like you're in a little bit of disagreement. Uh, you got something to say about his uh, response? Well, see, the one thing I want to say is uh, – we got to also be realistic with each other. The offense has been banged up the most, you know, this whole year. Even that game back with them getting back their they, their two starting guards, once again, like I say, Andre Anthony went down, Blake Corn went down, A.J. Henney went down. I mean, these are three guys that's, you know, Andre Anthony got his rise in the state game, which the offense put up 33 points, but – Michigan State defense put up 37, but where we, uh, like I say, with the offense, you continue to have, you, they're dealing with an injury bug. I mean, right away, we lose Ronnie Bell at the beginning of the season, and I'm not going to sit up here and say, uh, 
yeah, one thing I do say we have to do we do have to get the red zone uh um uh scoring better, but I'm not gonna sit up here and say like they can't score points because I mean we put up 33 points against Michigan State. And I mean we all know what the the things that happened in that game also, not to dwell on that, but when you constantly just lose and play, I mean, like I say, they thought they was gonna have Andre Anthony this whole game. He gets hurt. AJ Henning gets hurt. Blake Corum gets hurt. I mean, after a while in the game, you gotta be like, listen, man, this ain't a game we could continue to just keep losing people. We gotta do what we gotta do to get out of this game. You know, of course, win, work on some things, but we gotta get out of this game. I mean, what are we gonna do? Continue to lose the lose everybody just to appease people because of a score? And then then what? Next week we go into Penn State and then what? So I'm going I'm to take the, the initiative and be the guy in the middle on both sides of this argument because, you know, I can understand obviously where you're coming from and everything that you just said, Big A, but at the same time, I can also feel where Big Willie is coming from. It's, it's, it's always this feeling like Michigan has another gear that they can kick into mm-hmm. and we just haven't did it yet, you know. So I, mm-hmm. I can understand why you say he's pretty much kill on that situation. Um what I would like to see, obviously, most in, and most of all is, um, you know, we got to score in the red zone. You know what I'm saying? Right. We have to right. score in the red zone. If we score in the red zone on some of those possessions against Michigan State, we're having a different conversation here. We don't give the refer, uh, the referees the opportunity to fuck us over. You see what I'm saying? Right. So um, I, I can get with what both of y'all are saying. I, I totally uh, understand that. So, you know, we we going up against Buffalo. Then after that, we go up against the big Penn State. So, um, you know, with Penn State, you know, coming up on the schedule, I don't want to look past Buffalo, but I mean, come on, bro. Anyway, well, um, no, Buffalo is basketball, but we got, uh, you know, we got Penn yeah. State. Um, I mean, yeah, football. yeah, yeah. I'm looking. I was looking, looking at my thing right now. I'm, wait a minute, what am I talking about, bro? Um, yeah, that's, no, that's but basketball. We got Penn State next. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's basketball. Yeah. We got Penn State next, and um, you know, like I said, with with Penn State. One minute, you know, you feel like the Penn State might be for real. Next minute, it's like they're some frauds. You know what I'm saying? So um, as far as from what we've seen from Penn State, what do we got to do as a Michigan football team to go out and take care of business against Penn State? I'm going to start with you, uh, Big Willie. We got to execute. You know, injuries happen. Everybody faces injuries. And with the with the the guys that we have here, the talent is here. Whether we we face injury or not, it's it's about executing at the right time. We can't not afford to get stagnated like we've been doing and thinking that we're gonna be able to skate through the rest of this uh, Big Ten season. So, especially in the red zone, that's the main thing. We gotta execute and score in the red zone we going into another hostile environment in happy valley and you know that's a, a tough place and always will be a tough place for michigan to play you know and if we're going to learn from you know you know previous history previous games is that we can't afford we don't have it to where we can afford to to have mistakes we have we've been we haven't been careless with the ball you know we have very few turnovers and we're still you know, at the cusp of if we have a one turnover, the game is over. Just like that one turnover against Michigan State that we had, that that was the game. We played, you know, 
free throughout the whole game without turnovers throughout the whole season for the most part turnovers has never been a problem but when we do get a turnover it it costs us so we're at the point like you said dealing with the injuries um still trying to get the execution going on where we got to make sure that when we get to that point that we got some fire that's going to come uh for that red zone and let's not give these boys a chance to be in the game if we got an opportunity you know, and that's the main thing. We got a chance to where we can put teams away, and we haven't really done that yet. We got to take advantage of that because if we sit around and get stagnated and they and they stop our run like everybody usually try to get on and do, then and we got to rely on the defense to keep these guys in check, it, it, it could be a problem. So, yeah, execution for me is key for this next game. Yeah, and execution is a, a lot of, you know, I hear that a lot uh, coming from the, the Michigan fan base. Um, a lot of people say execution. A lot of say a lot of people say uh, play calling and things like that as far as the, the offense. How do you feel about the offense overall? I know the defense is, you know, doing their thing, you know. Um, what do you think about the offense, Big A? How do you feel about the offense and what you've seen so far this season with the offense? Are you happy with what you see as far as play calling? Do you think they're too conservative? Do you think they get in their own way? How do you feel about the offense? You know, one thing I want to say, though, I want to kind of piggyback off the Penn State thing, you know, what we got to do. You know, uh, I think one of the main keys when we go into this Penn State game is to also we going to have to limit the – play of Jahan Dotson, you know, he's the playmaker over there on that team. So uh, we take care of him. I think we're going to take care of business. But uh, and then to say, uh, Big Blue, when you said they, when they have a turnover, they don't they don't know how to play. But that's that's not true, because even when K threw his first pick in the Nebraska game, he bounced back very fine. So I think they do have that ability to, you know, if they make a mistake, that they can, you know, bounce back, you know, and do what they have to do. But um, we do have to, uh, like I said, the, the the main thing is just scoring in the red zone. Uh, to go off of what you said, uh, King, you know, with the play calling in the offense, you know, let's 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 not, you know, uh, be like, uh, okay, we just, we just got to get better. The offense has gotten better. Uh, like I say, we have less turnovers, you know, uh, we brought the run game back and, you know, it's opening up the passing game. Uh, is it still, uh, things we could get better at? Most definitely. Most definitely. Um, uh, uh, I, I, we have to give credit to where, like I said, the offensive line, you know, uh, especially both of the guards, they have been hurt. We have been plugging in guys and, uh, you know, and it's been working, you know, uh, it's just like I say, now other guys, you know, uh, I go back to, you know, us losing Ronnie Bell. Then it's like, okay, we got to find the next guy and the next guy. And uh, it, it's getting better, I, I, you know, not to be so long when it's getting better, but we still have those to get to that elite level. It does still need to get better. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to be the one over here just like, Oh uh, man, you know, I mean, for goodness sake, we eight and one. Like, I mean, all right, all right. So, 
I'm going to take this opportunity to start a very special segment that comes along every once in a while. And this segment is called Let's Argue because the look on Willie's face with you is, is, is self-explanatory. Uh, the disagreement between the two of you guys with the offense has been something that's been going on for a couple of years. And like I said, I understand both sides, man. But when it comes to this offense and this team, like I said, it just seems like it's a it's a gear that we continue to not hit with this offense. Um, it, I feel like we just need to be more aggressive at times. Um, so let's, 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 let's have it, Willie. Cause you got that look like uh -uh, I'm not buying it. Go ahead, Willie. Let's start it. Listen, we can't keep using that. Them same excuses that we've been doing for the past couple of years. And we've been arguing about this for, for, for years about play calling, play selection, getting the, the, the best out of our players. And it just hasn't been there consistently enough for us to get to the next level. I don't care what we did up against these other teams that we keep on winning against that's the bottom of the, of the Big Ten. It's the Penn States. It's the Wisconsin's. It's the Ohio State. It's these teams that show innovation on, on their end that we don't get to show because we steady trying to do this methodical way of, of, of playing offense that's it's no longer working and it's like we can't keep on oh we got injuries and the quarterback is this and you know we got to get guys in the right position it's the time is now okay the time is now we it, it, it's 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 getting frustrating you know because we keep going through the same cycle of, of looking at harbor on the sideline with the the dump it up space because the offense is, is 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 not where it needs to be, but you see it coming from the Penn State. You see the innovations, even like you said in the Nebraska game where the turnover didn't cost us, it tied the game up. Luckily, luckily we got a turnover on that end of Nebraska, or that'd have been a different situation. Or like you said, in the in the Michigan State game, we couldn't after we got that turnover they scored, we didn't have the innovation to get that ball back down the field because we don't. There's nothing. There's nothing exciting. To say, wow, okay, that's a play, and it's mm -hmm. it's it got to get to a point to where if we got to, it's always next level for me because I'm tired of losing to the Penn States, I'm tired of losing to the Ohio States, watching them with with their type of plays, and then we come back on our offensive series and here we just gonna hand the ball off and let the DNs come crash down and beat up on our on our uh, running backs because our quarterback can't can't run the RPO. We just said that plenty of times, man. Why don't he hold and pull the ball and run himself? Make the defense confused. The defense is just no. Oh, they already gonna do it. Just hand the ball off, and when we stop them, they're gonna try to throw it to the tight ends. It's typical. I'm just tired of the typical offense right now. Show me something. Injury wise, I, we can't keep using that excuse. Everybody deals with injury. Execution, play calling. We've been in this system for three years. Come on, man. All right. It's, All right, it's three. Come on. All right, three, two, one. Go ahead, big guy. So we talking about Penn State, and they have an innovation. Went to nine overtimes with Illinois, where Illinois have nowhere near the recruiting. See, that's what I'm saying. We're not going to talk out of your emotions. We're going to talk facts here. You know, you got Penn State, who's suffering for three losses right now. Three losses, they're, they're, they're barely winning. And once again, I will say, they went to nine overtimes against 
the University of Illinois. Right? Don't come here with talking about no innovation this and no innovation nothing when you're going to nine overtimes with Illinois. You know, my thing is uh, we, we got to remember, we, we got two backs that's at about 800 yards apiece, 10 touchdowns apiece. You know, there's no other duo in the country that's doing that. Um, when Kay has been asked have to have to pass, he's answered the call. You know, my thing is, I, and I'm not going to say it's perfect. I'm not going to sit up here and act like, you know, it's not things that still that have to be worked out. Yes, it's things that still have to be worked out. You know, we, uh, you know, sometimes some of the calls, yes, you'd be like, man, why the heck is he doing this? But then again, sometimes, you know, like if you look at the Cornelius Johnson thing, you know, the 50-yard bomb last night, all of that came out of just constantly running it up the middle and then you taking your shot. You know, so sometimes in the minds of play caller, they're not just looking at what's at right there in the face. They're looking up as building seven, eight plays down, down the road. Uh, my once again, I will say I agree. The red zone defense, I mean, offensive scoring needs to get better. Uh, we saw a little adjustment in that with them going to uh, Scooney, you know, tight end out for a touchdown instead of you know doing our typical, you know, RPO, uh, you know, running it up the middle or whatever the case is. Uh, but I'm not gonna sit up here and be giving credit to Penn State who got three freaking losses went to nine overtimes with Illinois, and we talking about an offense that's talking about some innovation. I mean, we look at the score of the game. What was innovative about that? Like, I mean, we got to – that's the thing also about Michigan fans. We so spoiled because they've been winning for so long, and now we're in the part where, you know, we got to climb back up or whatever the case might be, and we we switching through stuff. And, I mean, let's be real. The only team we hadn't beat is Ohio State. Like, I mean, let's not like act like uh, Penn State just been with. I mean, uh, we're going to see this Saturday. It's, it's going to be a total different game, you know. So, I, I, I mean, like I said, I don't agree with that. I'm not going to sit up here and talk about Penn State and what explosive offense they got and they can't even beat Illinois. So, uh, to me, I just feel like that's not – all right. That's just a hypocrisy to me to say that. All right, all right. So I, I, I get where you're coming from with that situation. Um, I see you still in disagreement. Do you have anything else you want to say about it, Big Willie? Big A is a prisoner of the moment, if y'all haven't noticed. Because <laughs> he, he, he mentions Penn State this year. And what I'm referencing, I'm talking about throughout the whole Harbaugh era. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It ain't just this year when Penn State is down. I'm talking about the years before when Saquon Barkley ran through through us like uh, uh, a hot butter. Oh, oh no, bro. butter. <laughs> and, and also to mention, like you said, um, you know Chuck Brewer made up you know a, a comment like we gave up a 16 point lead. I, I mean, we got a new co defensive coordinator. Can't blame Don Brown for giving up a, a 16 point lead in the fourth quarter. Now can we? But you know, you, you know that's that's hearsay. So for me, like I said, no, we have not been good these last seven years. We've been good enough, but we need to be great. It's time for us to be great. We brought Harbaugh in to be great again. We have not been great 
again, we've been great against the Maryland's, the Illinois, the the um, you know the Nebraskas, but we struggle against the Ohio State's where we own five. We struggled against the Michigan States, the little brothers that we're three and four against. We're, we're, we're two and two and we're three and three. We're, we're splitting between Wisconsin's and Penn State's where we normally would just be running through these teams. So at this point, what the purpose of this team and the purpose of the over the years and what's the purpose of bringing Harbaugh is that we're trying to be great again, be dominant again, and we just haven't been. And the main thing, and that, that was my biggest argument with Big A before was, our offense hasn't been consistent enough to, to say that. And we got to get there. That, and that's my main thing. We, we got to get there. And that's why I'm kind of killed because watching that game yesterday, it was just unimpressive to me, even though we had some some big moments, of course, you know. But that tier team that we went up against, that that was expected, you know. And we, if you honestly, we kind of barely got by if we didn't score the touchdowns like we needed to. And if they didn't, if they didn't, if they had an a, a offense, it would have been a different game. So I'm not gonna say all oh, yeah, that. You know, the Michigan looked good and they blew the team out. That wasn't really. Uh, uh. So we got we got to. Otherwise, we're gonna be sitting there frustrated come Saturday when we're supposed to be the Penn State and they linger around because we can't get the ball in the end zone. It's right, at that so point I'm... now. Like, listen, ain't no more excuses for me. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a, a opportunity to rebuttal, uh, Big A, and then after that we're gonna move on to Ohio State. Well, you know, after this rebuttal, man, I, I just want to also spotlight a couple guys. But what I, I want to go back to saying, right? So they say we gave up a 16 point lead to uh, Michigan State. You know what I'm saying? And my thing is, is like here we go. We got Mike McDonald, his first time coaching in this rivalry game. We know the atmosphere. And we ran into some issues, right? Um, we ran into some issues. And uh, when you see those adjustments, this game, it's a difference. But then again, we go in here and we sit up here and we say, oh, Indiana's this and that, Indiana's this and that, right? But this is the same Indiana team who was a pick away from beating Michigan State earlier in the season. So let's not act like, you know, we you want to look at the record of a team of Indiana but you're not looking at the record of the team against Penn State, you know, who took nine overtimes and lost to Illinois. So my thing is, it's like we got to also be realistic and we got to talk facts when we're talking about, oh, what Michigan is doing and what Michigan is not doing. My thing is, is it some is it some wrinkles we got to do? Yes, it is. Most definitely some wrinkles we got to get taken care of. And to try to talk about, oh, when Don Brown was here, yeah, you mentioned Saquon Barkley and whatever the case he was doing. Yeah, that's when Don Brown was here, but that ain't happening. You know, like I said, you go what back you mean to that the ain't happening. Didn't, didn't, didn't you go back to the I didn't interrupt you. Know. You go back to the state game, and every time Kenneth Walker he scored or ran off a big run, as when Mike McDonald was trying to do the substitution thing, and we was getting we I think we had like six or seven penalties for illegal substitute you know what i'm saying but like i said if you see that indiana was trying to do that you see the adjustments if you're going to sit up here and say oh michigan ain't adjusting i mean let, let's be real we have freaking don brown here and he'll go a whole he'd be third and 26 going on man coverage the whole game 
at least they are adjusting when they go into the half and going into the next game. So it's like we're not going to sit up here and say that. And then again, and when they win out, I don't want to hear nothing because that's what's going to happen. They're going to end up winning out and they'll go, oh, well, oh, well. Like we got to stop with this whole, you know, oh, ain't nothing happening. Ain't no, it, this is a total different offense, total different defense this year. And you can keep continuing to shake your head because that money ball ain't there. Not at all this year. You know what I'm saying? And Michigan scoring way more points on offense. It's statistically facts. They score more points on offense and not giving up nearly as much yards and scoring on defense. Now, that was and a to, great argument. Go ahead. What, you got something else? And, and to speak, I also want to say this, and you can just see the difference. Look at David Ajabo, man. This guy's on pace for breaking Michigan's, uh, you know, single-season sack record. Also, Aiden Hutchinson, same place. He's on pace for breaking it. And it's just from one year to the next year, a total difference, total difference, a total difference in the numbers. Uh, you, you can just tell by the way these guys are flying around like that. I mean, to, to see the leap that Ajabo has taken, man, you can credit it to one, his hard work, and to this coaching staff. I mean, if we're going to praise Mike McDonald for all the good he did, we can't sit up here and come down on him. Yeah, he had, what, a bad half, a bad half. And here we go as Michigan fans, right? So, oh, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. And it's not the same thing. He had, he, he had one bad half. I mean, again, a guy that's having a great year. You got you got to give them that, but if we go sit up here and say when you look at the difference in the level where these guys are playing, I mean, our starting our starting DNs eight sacks, seven sacks, and then you got a guy like Taylor Upshaw. Oh, I mean, he lived in the backfield last night, man. He had his breakout game. You know what I'm saying? I mean, hey, everything ain't gonna be perfect, man, but. Right. All right, I'm going to give you an opportunity to go ahead and get your audio together, Big A, because you sound uh, a little far away right now from dropping uh, your mic. So um, with that said, you know, I can feel the argument. This argument will go on all day, man, if I don't cut it here. I'm telling you between these two. Um, I'm trying to keep the show clean for you guys, but one thing I'm gonna say, I can feel you, big A. You know, that's one thing I was gonna uh say about the defense, at least. Um, you know, total, total change, total difference from Don Brown. Um, within one year, my biggest, my biggest bone to pick is always just with the offense. Like I said, I just need to see more. I just feel like we just we have a, a dinosaur style offense, bro. I, I want to see, and it, at times it's so predictable, you know, on what we're doing on the offensive end. I just want to see some, some innovation, but at the same time, like, you know, big Willie mentioned earlier, everybody in their mama know that, that Cade is not going to pull that ball. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, what are we even doing here? And, and stuff like that. We, we play against OSU. We, we got Penn state coming up. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be interesting to see, uh, what what type of offense we get out there because we cannot go into the red zone and kick field goals to beat these teams. We have to put that pressure on them. Um, we do have a clean offense, at least. We don't turn the ball over. Um, you know, like I said, but 
we got to take that next step as far as putting that punching that damn ball into the end zone and, and coming up with uh, some 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 scores, man. So, uh, you know, with that said, man, and I'm glad you brung up, you know, some of the the, the spotlight players, the spotlight players on this defense. Um, you know, like I said, a lot of things that are, are just going unnoticed about this defense. And, um, you know, like I said, this, this is these guys that this is this this defense first year up under this uh, this coordinator. You know what I'm saying? And to go out there and, and do what they're doing. That's that's beautiful. You know what I'm saying? That's that's beautiful. Um, but, yeah, like I said, offensive end, we just got to pick it up a little bit. We got to we got to go out there and, and punch it in, man. So um, with that said, um, Big A, what is, thing, go ahead, go ahead. But and and I just want I don't want everybody to say oh I feel like everything is hunky dory with Michigan all right what with anything like especially when you you know playing this game offense is gonna is is gonna always it takes a little more than defense right but my thing is uh, to sit up here like like I said we're, we're eight and one we're acting like we're one and eight. But yeah, it's still things we we have to fix. I'm I'm not saying that, but to sit up here and give Penn State more credit than what we give in Michigan, and they sitting up there with three losses, like to me, that's that's I, I can kind of get I can kind of get where people are coming from with that situation though, because when you hold we're Wolverines, you know, what I'm saying we hold ourselves to a certain standard. I yeah, we it. eight and one. We eight and one, but we got to go out and beat these Ohio states. You know what I'm saying? And that's mm-hmm. that's what we measure when we when we're eight and one and we're beating the teams that we're beating. For us Michigan fans, it's almost like okay, we should be beating them. Now it's time for us to go out here mm-hmm. and beat these big dogs. So that's why I, I can yeah. understand where you're coming from with that type of argument. So right. you know, and, 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 go ahead. And, and, and yeah, just let me chime in on that. And it's like for me. The not for me was never the defense, you know. I mean, it was some. I ain't gonna admit it was some, but when we go up against these top, when we go up against these top ten teams, when we go up against these top ten teams, we can't afford to say, "Oh, he had a bad half." We can't afford to go up against these top ten teams and say, "Oh, the offense been standing." That's where we lose it. That's what my point is. Yeah, we. We can't get excited by the eight and one record when the one loss is against a top ten team, which we've been losing against top ten teams every year. Harbaugh record is two and thirteen against the top ten teams, and when we lose, it's on both ends of the ball, offense and defense. So for me, that's why I say I'm gonna be even killed because yeah, we took care of business against Indiana. That's what we're supposed to do. Penn State this year yeah, is on a down year, okay, but we got another top ten team that we're gonna be facing at the end of the year that we gotta take care of business of. When Penn State was in the top 10 team, we didn't take care of them. When I was in the top 10, we didn't take care of them either. When Wisconsin was in the top 10, we took care of, I believe, them one time, the other time, we didn't. So that's where I'm at. I'm like, okay, yeah, we take care of business. We're growing. Yeah, the defense is looking great. Shout out to the, you know what I'm saying, on all levels. Ojabo stepped up tremendously. Aiden Hutchinson is a monster. Our, our, our um, linebackers is, is fast and get to the ball. Our, the shout out to the to the to the secondary because they made the biggest improvement out of yeah. all of our defensive uh parts from coming you from last year. so how i am about my boy they're doing <laughs> they're doing a wonderful job and i'm not discrediting the defense at all i'm you know but when it comes to 
that top 10 and that next level, that's where I'm at. And I'm ready for to see that because we have the talent. We got the players. We just got to execute and finally get over. We got to get over that hump is what I'm saying. Let's get finally get over that hump. Let's get over that not losing, not depending on, not going back and seeing how, oh, this play should have been overturned. Because that's the only thing we harp on nowadays as a Michigan fan is like, oh, that, that, that was a bad call. Like that's our claim to fame is that we got bad calls against us instead of us overcoming and winning these games that like we need to. And it's like the biggest, our biggest thing, the, our, our biggest thing that we got to hold on to in this Harbor era is that Barrett was short. <laughs> I'm just saying it's time to for not Barrett to be short for Michigan to be victorious, and that's where I'm at really right now. All right, final rebuttal. I, to, you know, like I said, I just, I just want us to, and I get it, right? We, we feel like we Michigan fans. We feel like, you know, we, we, uh, we have to, like you said, we should be beating these teams and this and this and that, right? You know, one thing we got to remember, you know, before Harbaugh, we wasn't getting the players that we're getting in here now. You know, Harbaugh is, you know, and his staff has recruited in Texas. We have recruited in Florida, Georgia, Alabama. I mean, places we wasn't able to, you know, get players from. And, and, and yeah, I get it, right? It's like, man, okay, enough is enough. You know, but one thing I want to also say, right, even the players say this. You know what I'm saying? You had guys like Vincent Gray who was saying, yeah, they couldn't even talk to the coaches. They couldn't even suggest anything. We're running this, and that's it. You know, and like they even said, it's a total difference with the staff this year. And you could just tell by the play. You could tell. You could tell these guys that they're not playing as individuals. They're not playing as, okay, this is just a stop. And then I, I'm, I'm, I'm heading out, man. You know what I'm saying? I know, I know they felt that, that, that loss of what, you know, what happened. You know, but I'm saying we, we also got to – we can't just keep – oh. You know, oh man, you know, we should just be perfect. You know, we should be going out there throwing for 500 yards and all of that. Like, that, that ain't what every team is built like. Not every team got to throw for 500 yards to win games or win a championship. You know, it's, it's more than one way to skin a cat. And, you know, and I, I, like I say, I, I know I, I just got faith. You know, these guys are, uh, are going to uh, make sure. You know they they get it done, you know. So, um, like I said, we 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 got some studs out there, man. You know, like I say, look, uh, Ajabo, second year, man. There's a kid from Scotland. I mean, look at look at the the the, the transition in one year in Mike McDonald's defense. You know, we all knew what Aiden was. He just had to get the dang on chain in the leash off of you, man. I mean, look at it. I mean, it's all the way around. You know, I just feel like, you know, uh, it, it's it's gonna come too, man. It's gonna come too. You know, we ain't we don't have all the turnovers on offense. You know, and we ain't giving up the big huge plays on defense. So, all right, all right. Yes, so I'm still I'm lost gonna... to Michigan State. So let's go ahead and move on. Look, look, look. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go ahead and Lombardi ain't throw for five hundred yards either. I'm gonna go ahead and with with five touchdowns, so we ain't gonna go there. 
this will literally go on all day. Like I said, as y'all can see yourself, it's good points on both sides of the argument. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, like I said, we, we do want to keep it Michigan right now before we get ready to switch over to the Pistons. We got Michigan Wolverine basketball coming. Um, you know, like I said, I, my main thing this season, I want to see where, where my, where my boy Hunter is, uh, where he's at, man. I want to see the improvement in my boy Hunter Dickinson this season. Hunter is going to be it, but bro, you are going to fall in love with Masa Bute. Bro. Oh, yeah, I already have. He is man. Yeah, I, I, I got as many highlight clips as I could in that little game. <laughs> but I'm ready for it, man. Hey, I'm ready listen, to get this thing hey, going. Hey, listen, Big A, Big A, I'm looking forward to the depth that we're going to have this year. It's going to be. Man. Ooh, listen. <laughs> Listen, I listen. We should be fighting for a national championship bound this year. I, I the way I feel, I don't know how you guys feel about it. I, but with the depth that we have and the team that we got and the way we've been going these last, Jawan Howard been putting together something special here, man. I'm, ooh, I'm excited for the season start because I feel it. Another oh, Final Four run, man. I'm feeling yeah. it, brother. Yeah, 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 man. Like I said. You know, Go ahead, go ahead, big guy. No, go ahead, Ken. You go ahead, go ahead. No, I, I say we, man. Just, just looking at the, this roster, man. Knowing, you know, how brilliant of a, a coach that Jawan Howard is, man. I think it's gonna be a real, real fun year this season, and I can't wait for it, man. Like I said, I can't wait to see what uh, what improvements we got from from Hunter uh, Hunter Dickerson. You know, what I'm saying o- over this uh, this this break, man. So, you know, I'm ready to see him take that next step. Um, you know, for you Pistons fans in here, it, it, hey, hey, you need to be watching Hunter Dickinson too. We do need a big man, right? You just never know what can happen. You know what I'm saying? So uh, he had that type of year. You just don't, you just don't know. Um, so, man, you you know, like I said, man, we uh, we we got to get ready and prepare for that. Um, you know, on the flip side, Michigan State basketball. You know, um, I am a tweener. When it comes to the basketball side of things, I know Big A, I know, but I am a tweener. Um, I also do like Michigan State basketball. It's nowhere it's, it's <laughs> girls for Michigan basketball this season, though. So <laughs> Michigan basketball season is in a different universe to me right now. So um, yeah, <laughs> national championship or bus. Yeah, yes, So man, Let's yeah, man. yes, indeed. Yeah, like I say, man, you know, um, what is your realistic expectations for this season, man? Where do you think we can? What do you think we can do this season, Big A? Man, you know what, man? You know, you know, I know we. It, it was Wayne State, right? I, I get yeah. that, right? But you know, when you're going into games like that, you just watch it. You want to see the fundamentals of your team and how they play together. This yeah. team is already looking like. They played two years together, man. Like, you know, bringing in, you know, uh, Jones, you know, with him and Brooks, we, we finally got two guards that love playing defense. You know, because before then, it was just Eli Brooks having to check whatever guard it was who was, you know, athletic or scoring. Now we got two of those guys, which is they, they're going to be interchangeable, man. And then it's like, I, I, I'm saying it now. I'm saying it now, listen. Caleb Houston 
he has the tools to be like a next Grant Hill, man. You know, I know he's young, but how smooth the game comes to him, man, it's like effortless. And when you see a player at his age like that, man, playing the way he playing, and when he puts it all together, come on, man. Then you got Brandon Gunn. Then you got Hunter Dixon. Then we got T. Will. And then we got um, uh, Masabute. Then you got Zeb Jackson. Then you got we got Kobe. I mean, I mean, it's just you can. I mean, the depth is insane on this team, man. You know, we are we're. I know they got like Purdue ahead of us, you know, because Purdue got two big men or whatever the case is. But listen, Michigan is gonna go deep, and it shows when you have those teams who have the depth how far they go, man. So, Big Willie, listen, like I said, national championship or bust. That's my expectation. <laughs> I don't see no other team in the country that we can't compete against on any level. There's no team out there that on any level that they can say, oh, they're just going to can go through Michigan. And I say this, I say we go as far as Brandon John's development is. Like they've been saying for years how he's the most pro-ready player we had on Michigan. If he makes that next level jump, like everybody's saying that he's, been having that ability to, I think we're unstoppable. I, I honestly feel unstoppable. And if, like I said, Brandon Johns, I think he's that dark horse. If he comes out and play like everyone's saying that he has the ability to, there's no really no stopping it. So for me, national championship or bust. We should have no more. Right. We should have no less of expectations than than the national championship in this year, in my opinion. All right, we all we all are in the same circle, man. We are all in the same circle, man. Um, like I said, go ahead, be there. No, I was gonna say one thing about you know this year with uh Brandon Johns, you know, yes, you know, this this is his year, but the thing about it, you got Masamute behind him and T Will, man. Like we, we're just that deep, dude. We're that deep, man. So Yeah, yeah, I can't wait to watch my cousin, man. We from the same village. <laughs> So yeah, man. <laughs> um, so all right, man. So before we get into the pistons, let's just do a quick talk about uh the Motor City Cruise last night. Uh big events took place last night with the Motor City Cruise. We're gonna go ahead and do our hat switch uh over to the NBA. <laughs> all right, so motor motor city cruise kicked off um you know the home opener is is thursday but they kicked off last night man and they kicked they kicked ass last night and one of the the spearheads of them kicking ass last night was Saban lee Saban lee uh had 40 plus points last night eight rebounds and multiple assists uh you know it is the g league but uh to go out and have that type of performance that's what we want to see them you know get them reps get that confident built confidence built up uh, Luca Garza, 25 points last night, uh, knocked down some threes, was trying, you know, doing some some big things in the paint. Um, according to Dwayne Casey right now, his focus is to work on his uh, movement and the pick and roll. So last night, um, watching that game, I, I felt like he was definitely, um, you know, trying to show some improvement in those areas. Also, we uh, keep an eye on guys like, uh, you know, 
pick it and and you know also uh we have some some ex michigan uh players on that team so um you know we got a chance to see walton we got a chance uh to see some some other uh you know young guys that we got as prospects on that team so with that said uh saman lee given 40 plus uh 40 plus in, in in his game last night uh attacking the basket actually tried a confident three-pointer last night um you know like i said with him being the you know in the g league and developing him garza Pickett, um you know what could we expect to see uh from saving lee when he does get that opportunity as the wayne casey said um definitely is going to be some chances for him this season so where do we see a guy like corey joseph you know what i'm saying where is his role going to end up if we do see saving lee step in and be uh some type of um you know reliable source of offense when it comes to a third point guard well i would say with you know corey joseph he's still a veteran guy yeah and veteran guys know especially in, in corey joseph's position he knows he's in as a utility person anyway he's not in here to come in and really try to take over anything he's come in to to help so what's best for the team is if Saban Lee gets better but Corey Joseph gonna be that plug-in guy that you need that veteran presence that you need in case uh you know Saban Lee falls off or gets hurt or case uh um a Cade and Killian and them guys get hurt we got a veteran guy that can come in you know once he gets his you know gets more knowledgeable well he's knowledgeable of the game because you know Dwayne he's worked with Dwayne Casey before so him bringing him in was always to have every team needs a, a veteran um point guard and he wasn't coming in to start we know that he wasn't more likely if Saban Lee was taking that next leap he wasn't coming in to be the the, the second guard he was all come in if everything worked the way it's supposed to to be that third guy to come in if we have issues where Saban Lee and and Killian have an off night he can come in and settle things down because he has that championship pedigree you know he know what it's like he's been in this league so i don't mind it i don't mind what he's doing at all as far as like the g league goes i'm you know i'm glad they got the two-way contract with these guys because a lot of the time with garza and Tatum Lee, they was going to spend a lot of time on the bench being cold so why not have them go over there into that g league and keep warm and keep active and keep working on that game so when they do get caught up they just won't be thrown in, into the fire cold so it's a it's a great development thing, like you guys have mentioned before. Like this team, we're in the development stage of getting these young players to be good to great players. And the G League gives them opportunity instead of like like years before we hadn't had the G League before or used the G League before to develop the young players that we had drafted before instead of just sitting them on the bench and letting them not get them shots up and let them get a feel for the game. This is that great opportunity. You know, right. the worst thing for a big man, to me, in my opinion, is to have him sitting the whole game. Big men need to play. That's how they get better. That's how they work on their skill. That's how they, they perfect their craft more than I think than, like, the forwards and the guards. Big men have to play. And with Garza, the skill set that he has, if you watch them throughout Iowa, you know that man, he's efficient. You know he can play. Let's get him out there on that court, get him going, come bring him back up. And make this a productive team where he comes in and, and he's just not in for, for cleanup minutes. So definitely, um, it'll be a good look if it work out properly, in my opinion. 
All right, Big A, what you got? Man, I think if Saban Lee can prove any of that game that he playing down there in the G League, you don't need Corey Joseph. I mean, there's no no minutes for Corey Joseph if Saban Lee is playing the way that he's playing. And I just think with Garza, I mean, just play him. Hey, put him on the floor, man. I mean, even when he's been out there, he's been productive. So, I mean, I don't know what the thoughts of the coach coaches is, but to me, I just thought Garza should have been playing anyway. But, you know, if you're not going to use him, yeah, let him go down there and get his, get his run in. Don't just have him sitting around, you know, because they can still work on their game. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, if Saban Lee brings any of what he's doing down there in the G League, I think there's no, yeah, there's no need for Corey Joseph. You know what I'm saying? But, uh yeah, I mean, let them let let them guys rock. I mean, you, you see the highlight of that game, man. He took it coast to coast with a dunk. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we can bring any of that up to the team. You know, it it'll be good. You know, so you know, I'm, just, I'm uh, not. Go ahead. Go ahead no, I, I just wanted to respond real quick to Owen sixteen. Yeah, I seen uh Seku last night. He had ten points with the Lakers. I seen that. Um, I wanted to go through a few of these comments. Uh, we didn't even really get a chance to shout out some of the guys that's in here. So first and foremost, oh, yes, um, indeed. Shout out, to, yeah, shout out to everybody that's in here: Dave Sloan, Johnny Owen, sixteen, Nomis, Maurice. Um, you know all the guys: Joshua, Chuck. We see you guys in here, Wally. Um, you know Nate the Great. Everybody that's in here, uh, Harrell. Um, you know, appreciate you guys for coming in and taking a listen with us. Um, like I said, if you missed the raffle last night, it won't be the last one. We'll be definitely giving some things away in the future and even more better things. So uh don't feel oh, bad yeah. about that situation. I seen when you I came don't know. in. Y'all might was... not y'all might have missed out on that balls line more last night, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we did we did give away a uh we did give away a manscape 4.0, man. So yeah, you know, like I said, next time you guys, man, you just gotta make sure yeah, he has it right there. So make sure. Uh, that you guys get in there, man, so we can get you guys some things that's worth something, man. You know, we, we're not giving out some. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Matthew Stafford rookie card, Calvin Johnson rookie card, Dominican Sue, <clears throat> Kay Cunningham, Jalen Green, the whole nine, man. We we gave away a lot of things last night, and it was, uh, it was an absolute blast, man. So, uh, you yeah, know, with man. that said, <laughs> with that said, man, um, you know, Livers didn't get the opportunity to play. Um, you know, but he is working out, uh, with five, he's, he, he's in the sets of five doing some workouts right now. So usually that means eventually he's getting ready to, uh, start going full on contact. So we all are still waiting for livers. I've seen the comment asking about livers, but, um, and Chris, Chris Smith is also, uh, still working back from injury. So those are two other guys that we'll be paying attention to this season. So let's get into Pistons basketball. We got some interesting topics to talk about. Um, first and foremost, uh, the schedule that we got coming up, we don't play until the 10th, but we play against the Rockets. Then immediately we go run the table against all the other top 10 selections pretty much um, in the top half of those next 10 games. So, you know, we got Jalen Green, we got Mobley, we got – uh, Barnes, we got Davion Mitchell, we got Dewar, we got all of these guys 
that we're getting ready to face back to back to back. So K got a workload. I'm glad that Dwayne Casey said that Killian Hayes was full at practice today because we're going to need some defense against some of these guards because they're going to try to show their best against K Cunningham. So um, what are you most excited to see out of that schedule um, as far as, you know, the player competition? And we all know Jalen Green is obviously going to be number one. But who are you? Uh, who are you? Most excited to see when it comes to that schedule and that lineup of guys we're getting ready to face. Go ahead, Big Willie. I'm excited to see them all. I'm excited yeah. to see them all just because yeah. what they've been showing throughout these first, you know, seven, to eight games that, you know, these guys are coming to play and be productive right away. And I'm excited to see that, you know, them go because they're going to go there. Like I said, they're going to make sure they 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 show themselves against the number one draft pick. And I'm 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 hoping and I'm and I'm I'm believing that Cade he he knows that, so he's going to show up as well. And that's what we're looking forward to see. I'm glad that he's finally able to get um, some games up under his belt. I think right now, like I said, they got several days of rest. They got practices. They 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 able to get into. And like I said, we're going to begin guys that. You know, going to actually not guys, just teams that we should be able to have, you know, good games and, you know, come out with victories against. You know, yeah. the first yeah. 10 games of the schedule was brutal. Yeah. Going against these, the top tier, you know, East Coast teams. And, you know, we we had games where we fought hard, just missed on opportunities, other games where it got away from us. So this is a great opportunity for us to get back on track, to get back into, a, you know, get some games up on our belt, get some wins up on our belt, get some momentum up on our belt. So, of course, uh, the first game against Jalen Green is going to be a nationally televised game. So that definitely is going to put, you know, everybody watching these two young studs because let's be honest, Jalen Green, he was just a pin, you know, a, 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 a pinball away from being the Detroit Pistons. Right. So to see if he flourishes, to see if K flourishes, it's, it's, it's going to be – it's going to be great entertainment and you know we got we're going to have that for years and for every you know for several games the the k versus jalen green debate just like it's kind of like similar was well, not similar too but you know there, there was a there was a lebron and carmelo debate for a little bit too but it, it kind of gives that feel because of the the tier of players that these two coming out together how close you know the one two they said it was supposed to be so but for me, you know, it was always Cade all the way. I think everybody who was going to get the number one pick was going to go to Cade, but some said otherwise. I believe it could have been Jalen Green. So that game coming up Wednesday, nationally televised, I definitely going to be paying attention to, and I'm looking for a great outcome on that game. Big all right, what's up, man? You know, I, I'm kind of on the same thing. You know, you know, one thing, uh, you know, of course, you say. Uh, Jalen Green, but uh, one of the most consistent rookies has been uh, Chris Duarte, right? He's also one of the more older guys, so I, I, I'm gonna definitely want to see that matchup. You know, uh, as you go through it, uh, you know, I, I just, I just, you know, Cade is finding his own, you know, right now. You know, uh, you know, he took Durant off the dribble to the rack. You know, it wasn't no fear in him, so I don't see him being worried about these guys neither. You know what I'm saying? He just got that, you know, he got that ice in his veins. And so it, it, it's going to be good to see, though. You know, um, 
it's going to be good to see these guys go up against each other because, like you say, you know, they all want to shout out the crown. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't know why Jalen Green keeps – I don't know what his issue is because if Houston got the number one pick, they were picking Cade. So you're going exactly. to be number two. Exactly. So I don't know why he but, thinks of Houston. Right, go ahead. Well, you know, it's just a competitive spirit in the young uh-huh. fella. You know what I'm saying? But, you know – like I say, it's the reason why the Pistons pick K. It's, it's yeah. obvious. It's been obvious over these first slew of games, even though I still feel like Jalen Green is going to be a really good player. Uh, but K offers more. He just offers yeah. more, more prototype. Um, you know, Jalen Green is very, very streaky. He's very streaky. For instance, last night he shot horrible again. 30 minutes, 9 points, 0 from 5 from 3 again. Um, you know, him and Kevin, him and him and Kevin Porter Jr. over there are pretty much the same. They're virtually the same. They both had a horrible night and they are very streaky, but it's it's pretty much a one trick pony with those guys. And the Pistons wanted more. They want more than a one trick pony. Uh, they need defense. They need rebounding. They need somebody who can run the floor, not a guy that can just chuck up shots. So, you know, like I said, that's that's what people just got to understand on why they took K over Jalen Green. Now, my matchup that I'm I'm excited to see, um, obviously, I want to see uh, Scotty Barnes, man. Love Scotty Barnes' game. Uh, love what he does on the court. He's just solid at everything. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, he's a he's a worker, man. He's a hard worker. And, you know, maybe because I'm a Pistons fan, I, I, I just respect that more. Uh, Duart is a guy. He, he's the guy. He's been balling. But I'm I'm looking forward to seeing Scotty Barnes, man. But again, we look at the schedule. These are some teams that we could possibly go ahead and get our our first, you know, one or two uh, game winning streaks against. Because, like I said, the Rockets are terrible on defense, um, and they're very streaky. They may have a horrible shooting night. So, you know, this game being on a national stage, I know Jalen Green's going. He's going to shoot a lot of shots. So if that shot is not falling. Yeah, yeah. If that shot is not falling, that puts Pistons in a great uh, position. Um, I know that Christian Wood, you know, he he probably might may try to have a night against the Pistons too. Uh, so it'll be interesting. It's going to be at multiple positions where you get some good battles, man. Uh, the Pistons got uh, some work to do on the defensive end because these young boys, all they want to do is score and shoot three point shots. So uh, they got they got a defensive assignment, and we got plenty of time over this week to get prepared for it. Go ahead, Big Willie. Like you want to say something? Not 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 King. I know I know you kind of salivating because you know the Pistons gonna go against your boot thing, Miles Turner. You know I know you've been uh, you kind of like <laughs> saying like you know he should be in the Pistons uniform. So I know you're looking forward to that game when you get to see the boot thing out there going to hey, be listen, Grant. Man. So. My thing is, okay, you know, of course, so there's some other names out there that I probably would prefer. But, you know, when you look at it financially and you look at what he offers, I just feel like Turner is a a, a great – he will be a great addition for them. He's not too old. Uh, he rebounds. He plays defense. But he can definitely stretch the floor. So in the offense that we have with the players that we have, especially with Isaiah Stewart, it gives him a counterpart down there that has some length. But at the same time, someone who can pop out to the three-point line and create space. So it, it just is perfect fit to me. But since you brung that up, since you brung that up, I'm interested to know who do you guys think that we should be trying to go after uh after this season, man, and maybe in free agency or you know, however it may be, 
in order to add some type of punch down there in the paint. Blake Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> that Cheeto head Chauncey. <laughs> I, I, you know, yeah, I don't I don't know yet. I don't know yet. I just gotta see how these guys how these guys mesh at this season, whether or not, you know, who you know, because I, I like Jeremy Grant. You know, I think he, he he's solid. You know, he's not – I don't think he's going to be that – of course, he's not that going to be that go-to guy in the game is online. We're hoping that uh, K. Cunningham takes that on. Uh, but a power forward, I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at a power forward that can score. So, I'm going to have to wait and see, you know. I'm going to have to wait and see right now. I can't give it right now. We got him. Muka Garza, they just need to put him on the floor. We got him. See, here's we the thing. Like I said, we just got to wait, you know, after the, that's why I say after the season, you know what I'm saying? We got to give these, these kids a chance to progress, you know what I'm saying? And show oh. if they had an ability. Obviously the only question mark with Garza is on the defensive end because he's not really that athletic when it comes to defense. So, you know, like I said, we got to give, Guys like Isaiah Stewart, some help down there rebounding the ball and defending, especially on them nights where we we face some of them giants out there. Um, but you know, the Pistons for right now, they're just gonna have to do what they do, you know, double teaming guys down there in the paint. Like they they did a hell of a job on Joel and B. Let's just be honest about it. They did a hell yeah, of a job did. on yeah, yeah. He didn't he yeah, didn't score did. a point yeah, the first he half. Did. <laughs> he didn't so. he didn't punch none of the pistons like he did Lonzo last night. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, listen, hey big A, hey big A. I'm also looking forward to this Pistons and Kings game because I want to see, you know, Halliburton. You know, that was my pick over Killian. Well, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's gonna be interesting because last matchup they had Killian whooped his ass. So <laughs> I'm looking forward to that too. Killian whooped Halliburton's ass last game, matchup. You know, Trust me, yeah. Hollaberg was my pick, and big guy, you had a pick too on, on that one as well. You was you was a, you was a big Cole oh, Anthony fan in regards oh, to that me, one yeah. too. So we go, yeah, yeah. So we, I'm looking looking forward to that one also. It's gonna be a good one, man. And I'm also looking forward so, to see Davion Mitchell. Don't sleep on Davion. I want to oh, see yeah, Davion, yeah. man. That's gonna be yeah, interesting because yeah. they put him on K. That's gonna be interesting, man. Because Davion is a defensive dog. So yeah, it's some matchups, man. It's definitely some matchups. So, um, you know, like I just I got this comment up here. What do y'all think about Trey Lyles, bro? Uh, you know, say especially you, Big Willie. What do you think about Trey Lyles, man? I mean, I think he's cool for what he is. He's a he's a he's a come off the bench guy. He's averaging what like eight to ten points a game right now. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know what you expect. It's Trey Lyles. I don't know what <laughs> what more what more do you want from me? It's Trey Lyles. That's what you get. You get eight to ten points off a bench guy. I don't know whether we he wasn't supposed to come in and start or nothing. <laughs> it's cool with me. I'm good with him. I mean, it's not like I always make jokes we can about replace him. him. I don't need right. you know, we don't need to keep him if we uh, if we can yeah. get somebody better yeah get rid of him but for right now yeah it is what it is you feel me I, I make jokes about <laughs> him I always say you know he's the perfect spur man he's the born player that yeah, just does yeah. everything solid enough you know yeah. so. hey listen <laughs> listen King I de- I definitely take him over C- uh, Siku though I've seen that in the oh. yeah, Trey Lyles over Siku. Ooh. Whoever, whoever, I, I hear that all that. these Pistons fans in here y'all hear that. He said he will take Trey Lyles' bum ass over Sekou. 
That is good. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. <laughs> Most definitely. You know, that is wild. I'm chucking up free throws and shots and just hitting the back, <laughs> back of the rim. I don't need to see that. I don't need to see that. I'm good. He, I don't, he, I don't, he, he personally, I don't man. remember that. I don't remember that with Saquon, especially in his him. rookie season. In his rookie season, I don't he was him making the his, in his rookie season, he was goaded. He was the next guy until Blake Griffin brought his Chester Cheeto looking ass here. Oh, then everything changed. Please. Everything changed. I'm telling you, you see, they laughed at Blake. You got him. They forgot how to play, huh? They laughed. You forgot how to play when 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 uh, Blake Griffin got here. Oh man, I just don't know how to play no more. I don't know how to shoot a damn. Free throw. Yeah, if he was that good, you know, we did have him in the in the summer league. He was chucking up bricks then. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I keep telling people when Isaiah Livers is healthy, you'll see why Sekou wasn't gonna have any room on this team. It's just well, it ain't important. it ain't even just that. It's not that. It's just the fact that we went out and reached for uh Trey Lyles, and Trey Lyles is just like the most basic bench player in the league, and you had a 20-year-old. That's yeah, why people solid. like that. Yeah, he's just solid. You know he's what I'm solid. saying? So they want to see something they want to see something exciting, you know what I'm saying? Some young, exciting. He's pretty young, he's 25. Um, but, but he's just born. Is, yeah, but if you look at the direction of the team, everybody can shoot. And that's what I'm saying. That's where Seiko wasn't gonna fit in there because. Seku wasn't going to be the guy that's down low. You, you, we wasn't going to need you for that. We're going to want that four out there on the wing. You know what I'm saying? For where Cade and Killian driving. I mean, the, and you. Uh, I would say this, big guy. I, I would say I would say this. The problem with Seku was Stewart. You know, because Stewart came in doing doing what Seku was doing. Well, and we more. can't have Sekou and, and Isaiah Stewart on the floor at the same time because offensively there was a liability uh, having both of them on the floor. So, yeah, you're, I think you, I would say you're right on that. It's just that the way we're going with this team, Sekou wouldn't be able to fit. When we got a guy like Stewart doing what Sekou doing, just a little bit bigger, a little bit better, and trying to have them both on the floor would have, would have, in my opinion, would have hurt the Pistons. If they had more shooters, then Sekou could have been around, but not having them both at the same time and his his development was in one year was more than we got out of the two or three years that we did have Seiko here in my, in my opinion me personally i don't think it was neither one i just think troy weaver it wasn't one of his guys and he saw an opportunity to put him in a package and get him out of here that's what i personally think it is um i mean you know like i said pretty much everybody that was on this team before troy weaver got here is gone and he was the last one and he got traded and I, I think that's honestly what it is. Like I said, it's not like I don't skip past, you know, some of his past performances. Like I said, in his rookie season, he had cons- he consistently was building games where he played well. And then he runs into a bad situation where he doesn't fit in this type of offense that Casey switched to the one that, that everybody's complaining about now where K- Sekou is sitting in the corner. He's not a sitting in the corner type of player. He's a guy that cuts to the basket. He's a guy that flourishes on fast breaks. He's not nobody who's going to sit there and wait for the basketball. So, you know, it just wasn't a fit, you know what I'm saying, at all. It was kind of like how – it was kind of like like you said, and I think you're right on that. He didn't fit into the Wayne Casey type offense because he came in with the same type of feel like Stanley Johnson was. Mm. Well, that's, that's, what, that, and that's, spot but that's why I said what I said. If you look at the way that they're trying to build this team – it's everybody that can shoot the ball. 
And like I say, it's more for a thing of what Cade is driving or Killian is driving. And you got an option to where you can dish it out to anybody and they can hit the three. And that's, and that's why I said once Isaiah Livers get healthy and, you know, he start getting out there, you'll see less of Trey Lyles. You know, you'll see more of him out there. And you, because, you know, he's a big guy that can shoot, you know, and that's, that's the thing I and think will and defend, right? And it's another thing that it, it puts guys like Hammy, it puts Hamadou Diallo in jeopardy, man, because right now he's the odd man out on the bench. And it's most likely simply because he cannot knock down three point shots consistently. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, right now we're trying to build this thing where, you know, is is a bunch of shooters at, at all the other positions. Yeah. But my only thing about it is it's, it's not a bad thing. thing. It's not a, no, it's not a bad it's not a bad thing, but mm -hmm. it comes to a fault with the Pistons because of the type of players I feel like they're going out and signing. These guys, they gotta play defense in the paint. They have to. And if we do not fix that or patch that up, we're going to continue to get our ass kicked by guys like uh Joel and beads and, and things like that later on in the season. We got to be able to defend these dudes too. You know, yeah, we can stretch the floor, pull them out yeah. of the paint. That's fine and dandy. So that's where I say, you know, a guy like uh, a guy obviously like Miles Turner will help with that situation because he can do both. He can play pick and roll and pick and pop. So it's um it, it's just a good fit for me. So I say after the season, once we see the development with these young guys, um you know, then we go out and say, hey, let's let's go ahead and, and make a move and sign somebody or trade, make a trade, whatever it may be. But right now, this season, the focus is obviously developing what we what we have. And when Garza starts yeah. to develop, uh, hopefully we can see him hit the floor, man. I definitely want to see him hit the floor. Um, I still feel like he's definitely going to be the sleeper of that draft being drafted that late um, in the Ooh. draft. So, uh, you know, with that side, I can't course, wait yeah. to see Livers too, man. I can't wait to see Livers, man, because you know, he's, like I said, he's a Swiss, he's a Swiss, he's a Swiss Army knife. You know what I'm saying? So, Army, yeah, yeah, I, I, I can't wait to see Livers too and what he can bring to this team, man. Uh, so we can get some of those older guys like Corey McGruder's and them back on the bottom of the bench where they belong instead of on the court. <laughs> so you know, just uh, going through some of the uh, the, the comments, man. It's pretty much in, in agree in agreement, man. Um, but like I said, we went out and got Kelly Olenek. We all know Kelly Olenek is not a defensive minded guy. So you know, he, we getting what we expect out of him. He's doing well on offense. Uh, you know, what I'm saying playing some passing lanes at times, able to pass the ball. I would like to see him more in a pick and pop setting. Instead of you know running down the court shooting pull-ups like Steph Curry, like last game, I would rather see him pick and pop or be in a set shot situation. But you know, like I said, it's it's we we still haven't hit ten games. We got plenty of time for this offense learn each other and start to flourish together. So you know, like I said, anything what what, what y'all got anything y'all want to uh, speak about or anything you want to hey, see? Change? The Cowboys got smashed and the Bills lost to the Jags. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, the, whoa, wait a minute. Hey. What? Yes, nine to six. Bills in the Jags. What? What? Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 Big Eight. Listen, listen. That ain't good to be cheering about because that's not good news for your uh for your Lions because that's making them more and more closer to that first pick that you don't want them to get. Listen, right. I, I, I still want the Bills to lose. 
I want the Cowboys to always lose. So, why you want the Bills to lose, man? I like the Bills. They ain't the Cowboys. I like the Bills, man. Go Buffalo, man. Yeah, yeah. Go Buffalo. So, yeah. fellas, if y'all, if y'all if y'all can see this comment, this is where me and Harold always we always uh, cross opposite sides of the road. Yes, there we know they're a bad. The first ten games of the season, yes, they should be losing. This is a development They got the fourth hardest schedule in the league, man. No, like come on, you know. Yeah. What I'm saying? And at the, and as far as the first half of the season, they're number two. So it's like, bro. <laughs> We know, yeah, we know. Yeah. If you want to, you yeah, want to say somebody's yeah. just a bad team, it's the Lions. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah. we expect this out of these kids right now. That's what we expect. They got to develop. So, yeah. you know, it's nothing yeah. new. Yeah. They're young, oh, man. They're a real young team, yeah. And you look at all the teams that they playing against, man, they're playing against playoff teams. Oh, mean, every every team, yeah, every team they play has been a playoff team. The Bucks, the Sixers, the Bulls, the uh, Nets. I mean, like, come on. We just get out of the lottery. These were guys who were contenders, and one other team was a champion. Hey, so, hey, I got a great, I got a great comment. If y'all, if y'all ain't got nothing else for the Pistons, y'all ready to do the wind down session? I got a comment because I know oh, you might like sure. this one. For sure, go go with it, uh, go with it, Kane. Let's go. Oh yeah, I, I'm with you. Oh. <laughs> Interesting topic. Now, for the Lions fans in here that was looking at me sideways because I said I didn't want Malik Willis, how you like me now? How you like me now? Oh, oh. hold on, King. Willis when he faced some, some competition. Did he play a real team, King? Yeah, he played a real team. He threw three picks and no touchdowns, right? No. Touchdowns. Oh, okay. He went no, out okay. there playing high school. <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Now, yeah, think, I mean, it's it's the it's it's the injuries, it's the injury issues. The you know what I'm saying. Um, him coming to the Lions will only make it worse. We already know how it happens when it when you come to the Lions. You remember we had a uh, our African brother from from my village in Africa. Uh, you know, and Ziggy Anza just couldn't stay healthy. <laughs> but um it, when you like I said you already shooting yourself in the foot bringing somebody in here with injury history we just did that with carry on johnson bro mm. it's like when do we stop doing this you know and i just feel like hutchinson don't get the respect that he deserves bro he's like i said the people the matchups he's facing and i'm out a holding call that's actually noticed now <laughs> you know say i just feel like it this is a bad so 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 let me ask you let me ask you fellas let me ask y'all so all right first, if we get the first pick will you got will you guys be taking Aiden Hutchinson with the first overall yep. pick if you're, the, if you're the Lions we sure would but the Lions ain't the Lions ain't doing that I'm telling you that right now and, and one of the reasons and the signs like that you got you got Brad Holmes going to the Oregon game but he damn sure didn't show up to the Michigan and Michigan State game you know that speaks volumes to me on what they got their yep. eyes on. Yep. But see, it, it, it goes to what we was talking about also, Big Willie. You know, like you say, Kavion is fast, right? But what happens when speed hits an immovable object, right? Speed is stopped. We we got to realize in, in this league, I mean, that was one of the things with Ziggy, right? He was fast. But it wasn't nothing else after that. 
And then you you got to remember too, you you playing up here, and you playing up in the NFC North, man. You know what I'm saying? Or you got a lot of teams that like to run the ball. You know what I'm saying? And this Basically is like Big Ten of the NFL. You know what I'm saying? So he he he. he you most definitely got to be strong, man. You most definitely got to be able to uh, run pursuit and all of that, man. I just, to me, like I said, it ain't my Michigan vibe. I just think Aiden Hutchinson, I mean, he showed it last night, man. He backed up into the coverage, bro. Like, I mean, what more does Aiden need to do, I mean, to get the respect? I think you got. I think you got a little bit of Michigan bias, but I can. I can agree with you based off of you know being in the uh, NFC North. Are you gonna need size and speed? So I can understand that. And, and the Lions have had history with drafting people with pre-existing injuries. Are they just fast? And Remember, yeah, fast, but not built to last. Exactly. <laughs> For sure. Exactly. I mean, think about it. Think about it, Big Willie. We drafted Ernie Sims. Why? Because he was fast. We go with Ziggy Ansah because he fast. We go with uh, Jared Davis. He fast. And, it, and it's just like like you say, they not built to last. You know, here you go. You got Aiden Hutchinson, 6'6", 280, bro. Like, come on, man. And, see, and, and my thing is, you know, for instance, like for instance, with uh, with this comment right here from Harrell, let's just take the the best player on the board. I want them to take the best player that's going to fit with the Lions. You know, what I'm saying Thank I don't want to just Thank take you. the best. Player. What's going to work for us, bro? We are a unique team and a unique situation. What do we need to go up against the Green Bay's and the Chicago Bears and and the Vikings of the universe? So you know what? So, you know, Let me see go ahead. real quick. No, keep going ahead, King. Uh, no, go ahead. When it comes to the draft, obviously we, we need it. We need to uh, go defense. I know David. You know you want Malik Willis. You want a QB. But like I said, Malik Willis, when he finally went up against some real competition, was an absolute disaster out there. And that's why I, I was. Spent so, I spent a second round pick on the Malik. Now later rounds, later round, later round, yeah. round, yeah. round. Yeah, third pick, fine. You know what I'm saying? But based on competition, no. No, no, that no. quarterback. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know, like I said, we get a, a quarterback. It got to be in the later rounds. Right now, the focal point got to be that defense, man. We got to add something to that line. We got to add something to that middle back and core, uh, that uh, linebacking core. We got to add some. Some. Go ahead. What you got? Here you go. I got. I, I got you right here. Right. So when Thibodeau went up against Washington, right? As we know, Washington has a a, a tackle. That they're projecting to go top fifteen, right? Uh, Thibodeau had no hurries against Washington. None. He had half a tackle for loss. Do you hear me? No, no hurries. Half a tackle for loss, and he finished with three total tackles, right? But see, and we got to remember that, that Washington left tackle. It's like 6'7", 320. So that just lets you know that speed that this guy got, th that ain't nothing. You got to have more than that because when your speed ain't working, then what? Because when you're going up against a big guy like that, all he trying to do is what, Willie? What are you trying to do, Willie? What are you teaching your tackles? Get them, get them hands on them. 
Get the hands on, guy. Get the hands on. I, I, I call it in in the words of my guy uh, Vosh Lombardi on YouTube. I call it. He got to have some whoop ass after that speed. You got to have some whoop okay. ass, man. You got to be able to put your hands on that guy. You got to be able to make some second, third level moves, man. Exactly. And, you know, so you got to offer just more than speed. So you know, like I said, it, it's hey, hey, hold on. You you ready? Are y'all ready for Aiden stats against that same Washington offensive line? Those same tackles that Kamiyan Thibodeau went against. Aiden Hutchinson, four tattle, four total tackles, three solos, two and a half sacks, two and a half tackles for loss. Like, like what? Real, I mean, what are we saying? What, what are we saying? And, and, and like probably, said, probably got held about ten to fifteen times. Exactly. Like, but that that shows you you gotta have more than just speed. And let's not have like that Oregon defense don't don't do a lot for uh Kavion either. You know what I'm saying? Right. They, they went out and win games without him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I mean, come on, bro. Like they ain't got no home. Okay, well, they, they did beat Ohio State without him too. Now yeah, 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 you're right. You know, so it's like come on. Yeah. And, and this this is my thing. Here we go. We have their head-to-head matchup. They went against the same team, the same NFL prospects. Kavion had no hurries. That that's that says a lot. The whole game, your star defensive end not get one hurry, and then you go to the next guy, two and a half sacks, bro. Come on, man. Like, like if you had to do any measuring or anything right there, you can go to that those games right there. Kavion is going against the same guys that Aiden is going against. You have the perfect matchup. Perfect pairing. They're going against the Washington Huskies line, like I said, who has two tackles. I said one, but two tackles that they're projected to be first rounders. And they're some big boys. So imagine, and, and, and that's where I go to say, what happens when speed meets an immovable object? It stops. Yeah. After that speed, what else do you have? It's part of the reason why I, I tell Lions fans, man, y'all got to watch more college football. You know what I'm saying? You yeah, gotta watch more football. You, you can't even believe everything you see, you hear on TV. <laughs> stop watching the guys' highlight tape that they put together to make this guy look good. Here you go. Like I said, if you want to do a comparison with Aiden Hutchinson and you want to do a comparison with uh, KBI Thibodeau, look at the Washington game. I just gave you the stats. I just gave you the stats. We got one guy who got two and a half sacks. Two and a half. And then you got another guy who didn't even get a hurry in that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we're going to see, fellas. We're going to see. Draft be coming up soon. We're going to see how that, you know, if the Lions continue on the path that they're going right now, they're projected to be that number one pick. We're going to see if, you know, if the Lions is listening to us or are they just going by, you know, previous history. So we're going to see. And my main thing with is I, I don't not, not uh, Kayvon. It's the only thing for me is that with the Lions history, with dealing with draft picks and injuries, that's my pause, you know. Hold on, hello. So a lot of people was asking who's playing next for Kavion Thibodeau. The same guys that they beat Ohio State with without him. Without that's him. who's playing next. That's team. why I, that's that was my whole point in bringing that up. That's my that's, whole point that's, that up. That's who playing next to him. Yeah. But he's good. But for me, it's just it's, it's the injury for me. 
And on one thing, and, I, and that's what we want y'all to get. We're not saying that this guy's not good, but he's not better than Aiden, man. I mean, we, we just got to be realistic here. Let's stop looking at, you know, we go look at KVR Thibodeau highlights. You know, you got a game-by-game comparison. Look at what happened when they both played Washington. And we talk for about – go ahead, King. For once, we need to not be – that bad team that just takes the the highest pick in the draft. For once, we need to be that Steelers type of mindset where the Steelers have an eyeball of seeing what is going to work on the next level for that team. You know what I'm saying? We need to be that, man. We need not to to go out here and just get a guy because he, he's <coughs> to go number one and, you know, you got all the hype around him. Yeah, he can play. I, I, I mean, like I say, he's a hell of a talent. But I just feel like Aiden Hutchinson is better. I've what from what I've seen on the field, Aiden Hutchinson looks better to me. I so, think Aiden I Hutchinson would be a better fit for the Lions. Most I can say who's better because I think it depends on what defense you're gonna go into. Cause I see Kayvon more of a up in the three-four where he's gonna be standing up more of a linebacker type of situation. Which the Lions don't look good in three four, but you got Hutchinson that can get down there too. So I think Hutchinson fits the Lions better, especially in what we run and what we need. I can see him more, you know, for the Lions than I would say Kayvon. Both of them are uh, talented DNs, but as far as fit goes, just like with Kay Cunningham with the Pistons, I say Aiden Hutchinson is a fit more mm-hmm. for the Detroit Lions. Yeah, and then that's the thing you, we gotta realize too. Like we say, well, who playing next to him? Well, the two defensive ends in the in the uh, Ohio State game, they both had a sack against Ohio State. So it's not like we're not gonna sit up and act like ain't nothing there, you know, next to him or whatever the case is. But like we, like you say, we gotta stop going. To, oh well, this is just the best player. No, that they. Okay, if, if you say he's the best player, he might not fit for us over here and what we're trying to do. He might not be because, the best player for us. Exactly, because not only are we asking you to get to the quarterback, we gotta stop some runs too. So you know, that's how we that's how we end up with uh with you know with GM saying that <laughs> good lord. We end up with guys like Jelani Tavai instead of uh, Devin Bush. <laughs> yeah. Man, let's not let, let, let's not go there. Let's please let's not. Uh, 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 I, uh, I don't want to get we we like we like big linebackers. You know the Patriot way. Oh, hold on, hold on. Oh, or, or we do one better. We say, hey, there's Aaron Donald on the board, but we are gonna stick with Big Willie's favorite defensive tackle, uh, Nick Fairley. You know what I'm saying? You know. Or or we can say, you know what. We got a, we got a, uh, you know, we got an Odell Beckham Jr. on, on, on board, but we gonna go with this uh, first year uh, starting tight end and uh, Eric Stonehands Ebron that had catching problems in college. And that, but hold on, Mark. I mean, King, but you want him to come to the NFC North and block, which he was never a run blocker in North Carolina. Make it make sense. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, man. anyway. So let's 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 go ahead, man. Can we get you know? I think it's King. I think it's about time for some you know some final rebuttals, man. What you got, man? All right, man. So I'm gonna start out real quick. Um, 
Pistons got to go ahead and take care of business on this, this stretch that we getting ready to go up. We obviously need to see more out of guys like Killian Hayes. We got to see better shooting out of the team in general. We got to yeah. see, uh, you know, some better uh, 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 defense too. You know, we got to see some better defense because we're getting ready to go up against a lot of three-point shooting. So we yeah. got to be able to defend out there on that perimeter. As uh, far as the Lions, man, after the bye, bye week, we got to go and, uh, you know, at least give some effort against Pittsburgh. You know what I'm saying? We got to give some type of effort. Last game, I just felt like we just didn't give the effort whatsoever. You know, I don't know how much this team is still bought in to what's going on. Uh, but, you know, we just didn't get that effort. So at least go out there, man, and try. That's all I'm asking for for the Lions, man. And uh, obviously with Michigan and Penn State, man, it's go time. It's go time. We are at that point. It is go time. We have It's time to take care of the, and do the damn thing, man. That's all I got. You know, uh, me with the Pistons, like I say, uh, same thing. You know, I, I, I want to see more out of Killian. You know, uh, I just want to see more grit from the team. You know, man, like I want, like you said, I want to see that Isaiah Stewart, you know, Punk and Blake Griffin. I want to see more that from the other guys too, man. Like, like this is Detroit, you know. Like, let's act like it. Uh, for the Lions, um, we we got. Man, we have some tools to build off with. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we just gotta, we just gotta build around these guys. You know, the DeAndre Swiss. You know, uh, you know, I like Amaron St. Brown too. You know, we 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 got some, yeah. we, we got some tools there, man. We just gotta, <coughs> and then even you know on the defense also. You know, we got guys. You know, on the defense. You know, that's. Uh, you know, Tracy Walker, man, he, he let it be known, man. Y'all ain't finna just be doing whatever you want, man. He gonna put his helmet on somebody. And then, you know, for Michigan, man, you know, I just, you know, once again, I want to shout out Taylor Upshaw, man. You know, I feel like he had his breakout game last night. You know, we got to put some respect on this David Ajabo spin move, man. Listen. Yes. That spin move is like, dude, he's putting dudes in the spin cycle with that spin. And, 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 and that's what I, I, I want to say, man. Not only is he getting the sack, but let's also pay attention. He got four forced fumbles also. So, I mean, we got to put some respect on David Ajabo also, man. You know, he's balling out there. You know, like I say, him and Aiden, it's eight and seven. And then you got guys like Taylor Upshaw coming in, you know, getting sacked. You got guys like uh, Mike Morris. You know, last week he got a pick, man. I mean, we got Chris Jenkins. I mean, dude, he, he, he right in the hole, man, you know, and getting hell last week. But, you know, <laughs> whatever, man. I, listen, man. I, <laughs> we got we got young guys on this team, man. And these guys are stake, taking the next step, man. And you know, one thing about it, man. You know, these guys they they also showing us love on the Instagram page, man. You know, they they you know they mention us in their stories. You know, they DMing us, man. So uh, we just we just thankful that for that you know we humbly grateful you know we want to get some of these guys up here for interviews kick it with y'all also but uh yeah man I, I'm, I'm ready for penn state we 
Blanket Jahan Dotson, man. Game over. We can't we can't let that guy get off. Of course, of course. So for me, you know, I would say start off with the Lions. I just want them to win the game. That's that's basically it. You know, just win the game. I you know, I don't care how you do it, how it goes. Just just win the game. That that's it for me. As far as for the Pistons goes, I'm looking forward to seeing the guys um, taking the next steps. Uh, our backcourt, Cade and Killian, I'm looking forward to them guys, you know, making that transition uh, to the next level as far as like their game goes. I, I feel that we will go as far as the backcourt development. They can develop and get a good, uh, get a good uh, chemistry and, you know, move this team. I think we will go a lot of places. Like I said, we got, um, we got some, if, if these guys, these young guys that they drafted, like I, I'm liking where Troy Weaver's going with these drafts, you know, these guys come in, they're ready to play already. You know, we ain't got to wait for development. They're ready to play. And they're coming in and, and they're coming in ready to play. I see the Pistons, you know, making um, making big making big moves, you know, towards, you know, the second half of the season. I'm still in belief that they can make a playoff push. I know they may look terrible right now, but I believe that they're – they're a playoff team, in my opinion. Now, as, as far as the Wolverines go, make me eat my words. <laughs> make me make me wrong. I want to be wrong. But what I said earlier, I I need to be wrong. I want to be wrong in the worst way. But I'm just speaking reality. That's all it was. It was reality. I want to be wrong. I want to be wrong so bad. I want y'all to rub it in my face like, huh, what you talking was a bunch of hoopla. You don't know what you're talking about. Make me wrong. And like I said, come out in this game and just show up and show out and just, you know, shut my mouth. Because I want to be wrong about Michigan, but it's hard not to be wrong when you face with the reality of what we've been facing the last several years. So I'm looking forward to them making that next level jump so we can get to the glory days of, you know, playing in these big games that we've been itching for for years man we ain't played in a big 10 championship game yet i want to see one man i just want to be a part of one you know we yeah. should already be a part of a couple already that's what i want i'm just saying you feel me you feel my me? man my, my <laughs> man gave the job i'll go ahead 10 spin moves and get us there man that's right <laughs> and listen somebody said we don't talk about david enough listen david gonna be back next year we're gonna have plenty of time to keep talking about this brother <laughs> for real Listen, hey, listen. That, that, if, if you if if you paid attention, David Ajabo has really got his own segment this this show. It, it, it is some respect that need to be put on his name. You know, David Ajabo is out there. He's making his his uh he's making his no. name. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And like you said, you know, Ajabo coming back again next year. You know what I'm saying? And listen, go ahead. Listen, like I say. He's on. If you notice, when we started off, I said he's on pace to break the single season uh, sack. Uh, I believe him and Aiden gonna get it. It's four games left, and and if you think about it, the 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 fourteen, the three. I mean, it's three games left, and the three teams that we have left love to pass the ball. They love to pass the ball. So good luck with that. Good luck. <laughs> good luck. I tell you what, Penn State. You can't stop the rain. <laughs> you can't stop the rain. When it starts to, to fall. 
we about to uh we about to take care of business, man. So uh make sure y'all hit that like too. Yeah, make sure make sure we gotta get on them about yesterday, man. Listen, we gave away a bunch of stuff yesterday. Oh, and we ain't getting that one light. Come on, y'all. Y'all know how listen. When you walk in the door, wipe your feet off. That's hitting the like button. Come on, we, we shouldn't have to say that. You know, we gave, gave away. Away. Listen, y'all asked us, oh, I bet you can't get a Matthew Stafford. Oh, we want some Kay Cunningham's in there. Oh, we want some uh Scotty Barnes. We want some uh Davion Mitchell. We gave y'all everything. Just hit the like button for us. And make sure that for the guys that I told y'all the shipment came in two days ago about the previous winning cars before the raffle, I need you guys to message me and let me know exactly which card that you want. I have it written down anyway, but I need your um, your information so I can get these cards to y'all. I don't want to just have them sitting on my desk. So you guys got to get that information to me since I have the cards ready for y'all. Hey, listen, don't let no dang on Pittsburgh cars sending King's possession too long, y'all. Uh, yeah, y'all better get into my stack. It's a lot of K Cunningham cars that come up missing. Indeed. Indeed. Listen, we, we enjoyed yesterday. Today was another awesome day, man. We're looking forward to more shows coming up. Uh, like you said, like, subscribe. Uh, promote, you know, get everyone to come in, join in. We got some more upcoming event shows coming up. Like I said, uh, Hot Topic Friday coming real, real soon. Oh, yeah. Hey, I got one thing I want to say, too, right? And when you see the Cleveland Browns, why they was, you know, why they kind of was okay with parting ways with uh, OBJ was because of this guy. Out for people, Jones. And somebody got yeah. an autographed rookie card coming their way, and we gave this and away. We and gave D-Jax, this away. Uh, Djax end up going to the Raiders, by the way. Oh wow! But yeah, that, oh, but see, that's that's, that's that's what I want y'all to realize. We were we not giving away no trash or anything like that. Look at that! Somebody got this coming. This is autographed rookie card. I got you, Harrell. I remember what you wrote. I got it written down. You uh, won that Hawkinson card. I got your Hawkinson card. Listen, somebody's balls is about to be groomed. You know, somebody's about to have some groomed balls. Real soon. Wait a minute. Your notifications ain't working. We ain't trying to hear that, Billy. <laughs> I bet your notifications weren't working after that Purdue loss. I bet you they weren't working. <laughs> Purdue said, you can't stop the rain. <laughs> when it start to pour. <laughs> but, yeah, but yeah, y'all, you know, once y'all come in, just hit the likes for us, y'all, because, you know, it just helps us, helps us out, you know, uh, share you know, I mean, y'all, man, y'all excellent with the comments, man. We appreciate that. But, uh, you know, we, we, we also need them likes. It helps us, you know, with the algorithm and everything, you know. <laughs> and growing, I mean, yeah. And then, listen to this. Uh, of course, somebody got this yesterday, too. Somebody got this yesterday. Oh, that's Jamar Chase. So, yeah, definitely leave <laughs> us some comments, too, on some things y'all like for us to get into, some other topics. Definitely, uh, Hit our Facebook page, our Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all, you know, all the social media. Just hit us up, man. We hear, we listen, we watch, we pay attention. And like I said, we, we coming with it, fellas, for real. Yeah. Yeah, I almost, I almost hit, uh, I got a stash. I got two of these for King. 
I almost put these in the raffle too yesterday, but I I, I want uh, him to end the broadcast yesterday. Yeah, I would have I would have <laughs> fired on him yesterday. <laughs> Get my cards, though. For sure, for nah, sure. Let's wrap this on up, man. Get on out of here, man. We've been on here for two hours. Indeed. We're supposed to do an hour, but we've been on here for two That's hours. That's crazy, man. Yeah. We're supposed to do an hour, man. Yeah, well, you know, I, think, I think it's worth it. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Sure. Hit some good topics today, man. Nice flow. Hey, hey King, right. if Noma's if, if bell out on you again, we giving his stuff away. All right. Oh, okay. All right. All right, yeah. Noma. All right, Noma. We're going to meet up this time. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. We three kings out, fellas. Till next time. Oh, hey. hey also, one thing I want to say before we get off, y'all. Hey, uh, our family got a uh, a sneaker store. Uh, it's called Culture. Uh, it's down there in Detroit. It's over there off of Living Noise. Living Noise off of Eight Mile in that little um, that little shopping area where they got all the new businesses. Uh, right over there. Uh, what's that lounge it's name the over there? Area. Yeah, it's, it's in the uh, fashion area. Actually, yeah, it's, it's in the, the fashion actually, area. Um, it's it's like right next to Cuzzo. Y'all know Cuzzo's Chicken and Waffles. Yeah, Cuzzo. That's what I'm it's talking right about. over there between yeah. right between Cuzzo's Chicken Dirtin, and Waffles Dirtin and uh, and uh, and the market. It's right between there, yep. the market right there on Seven Mile and Cuzzo's. We got a store that man, I gotta check it out, man. My, we, our family got some heat in there, and we'll Listen. be uh, real soon shooting from that location as well so y'all gonna see yeah. the heat that's coming out of that store for real listen in, any sneaker you need they got it in there and also just a uh uh this a little sneak peek of when we reach 500 subscribers we're gonna have some gift cards from culture detroit that you get over a hundred dollars off a pair of sneakers man so exclusive listen, stuff too. and, and we ain't talking about no regular sneakers uh -uh. Talking about they sneakers. got real sneakers yeah, any any so sneaker you need, they got it for you. They also they got a membership going on. If you check out our Instagram, we posted the membership. Uh, if you want to do meetups with somebody for a safe location to sell your shoes, you can do it there in Culture Detroit. You know, if you want to get your shoes verified, you can do it in Culture Detroit. They got all the 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 clothing from Fear of God to Bait to Supreme. I mean, they got everything. You know, anything you need in that sneaker culture from, you know, like I say, they got it, man. And like I say, that's our family there. They're part of the show. And like I say, when you go down there, just tell them we three kings sent you there. Yeah, they're going to hook you up for real. All right. All right, man. we catch y'all in the next show, man. Y'all enjoy y'all night. Be safe.